Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Wow. Glory to God. What a time of worship. Amen. Were you blessed by that session of worship? Glory to God. Turn with me your Bibles to the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter number 7. If you are around for the crossover service, you would be familiar with this text. 2 Kings chapter 7. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your goodness is running after me. Your goodness is catching up with me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 7. We're going to take two readings. Second Kings chapter 7 and Second Kings chapter 4. Are you there this morning? Say, I'm there. If you're not there, say, wait for me. Second Kings chapter 7. Elisha replied, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says about this time tomorrow. A seer of the finest flour will, be, will sell for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the man, to the man of God, Look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of the heavens, could this happen? The man replied, the prophet replied, You will see it with your own eyes but you will not eat of it. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, Why stay here until we die? If we say we will go into the city, the famine is there and we will die. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we leave. If they kill us, then we die. At dusk or in the morning, they got up and went to the camp of the Arameans. When they reached the edge of the camp, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of a chariot and horses and a great humming. So they said one, they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired the Hittites and the Egyptian kings to attack us. So they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and their donkeys. They left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. And of course, the men who had the leprosy, you know, entered into the camp and got everything that they needed. Praise God. Let's go backwards to 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. Glory to God. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take away my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing. There at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Now watch this. This is so important. The Holy Spirit just asked me to dwell on this right now. 
Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing except a jar of oil. And sometimes it's amazing how that when God's word has come, this is not part of my sermon, amen. I'm just, I'm just let to say this. Sometimes when God's word comes like that, we are sometimes or most times expecting the, the strange, the miraculous, all right, the supernatural. We're expecting something, you know, some form of, you know, drama. Yeah, spectacular. You're expecting something to just happen. Like something will just happen. God will just come. Will just come like that. And everything will just happen. God is saying the overflow is coming from what you already have. <laughs> so it's not going to, it may not be another business. It may not be another opening. It may not be another gift. Is that which you already have that you have despised? They are saying this is nothing. So the man, I have nothing except. So in the scheme of things, the woman felt like she had nothing. And sometimes we look at our lives and we are thinking we have nothing. I don't have a degree. I don't have a well-paying job. But it's from that thing that you have that the overflow will you. I can always say amen to that. That's just for free. Amen. That's a word for somebody. Praise God. Alright. Elijah said, go around and ask. That's verse 3 now. All your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. She kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. When did the oil stop flowing? I can't hear you. When did the oil stop flowing? When the jar got exhausted, she went and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Praise God. Lord, we ask that you will anoint your word this morning. Speak to us in the way only you can enlighten our darkness. Let the door of utterance be opened up to me that I may speak as your oracle and not as an orator in the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus. I ask Lord for fresh grace upon this house to receive your word with meekness in the name of Jesus. Let me preach your word and teach your word with accuracy and precision in the spirit in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus. name. I just say a loud amen. And just as a loud amen. When God created the first man, Adam, there was no lack. Adam had complete dominion in the garden of Eden. He had everything at his, at his, at his disposal. Glory to God. Adam was literally living, you know, like a big boy. He had everything he needed. He had food to eat. He had clothes to wear. He had shoes to wear. He had everything that he needed when he needed it. Praise God. 
he had everything not just in the measure that he wanted it or that he needed it he had all that he needed in an overflowing dimension so everything was present in the garden for Adam he had no form of lack no form of shortage because he was in the perfect will of God for his life and of course you know the story Genesis chapter 3 the devil came through the woman and all that and he fell from that place of abundance and overflow that God had placed him so as long as Adam or Adam was in obedience to God he was living a life of abundance as long as Adam was in the center of God's will for his life, he was living a life in the hope of the glory to God. And many a times we fall short of the life that God has ordained for us, that God has in mind for us, because we refuse to take our rightful place in God. The Bible tells us that according as his divine power has given to us all things that pertains unto life and godliness. So watch this. He did not say that he will give us. He says that he has already given it to us. That's 2 Peter 1.4. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He has blessed us. He's not trying to bless us. Glory to God. He will not bless us. He has already blessed us in Christ Jesus. The moment you got born again, you came into a life of abundance. You came into a life of the overflow. You came to a life of more than enough. The moment you step into Christ, the moment you say, Jesus, I do, everything changes about your life. Glory to God. In John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus said, the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you may have life and have it in, in, in excess. Yeah. I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So God wants you to have life abundantly. In a superfluous way. In an overflowing dimension. That is the kind of life that God has called you on high to live. So anything that is short of this is anti-God. No matter how you look at your life and you are asking questions. God, where is the God of Elijah? God has done everything there is to do. Everything God has done was done 2,000 years ago. When they hanged him on the cross and all that. Everything he needed to do. Everything in your life that is not in alignment to God. Is not in quotes God's fault. You are the one that has to put yourself and upgrade yourself to fit into that life that God has called you to live in. Somebody say amen to that. God did not create you for a life of lack. He created you for life in the overflow. I know your circumstance may not measure up to that right now. In fact, you look at your bank account. You look at everything that surrounds you. Maybe you're you know, 40 years old, you're not married. That is not the kind of life that God promised you. And God is not trying to test you. Amen. I said, Amen. 
Our lives must always measure to what God has spoken concerning us. Glory be to God. In Proverbs 25 verse 2, the Bible says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the honor of kings to search out the matter. So you must come to a place where you tell yourself that this life I'm living right now is not God's will. It can never be God's will. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Say glory to God. You must desire the overflow. Your mind must be in alignment with all that God has spoken to you. Glory be to God. So how do I unlock the overflow? By the way, that's the title of the message. Unlocking the overflow. Number one, hold on to the word of God. I commend you unto God and the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. That's Acts 20.32. Among them that are sanctified. There is no way you can access what God has said without his word. You cannot come into the fullness of all that God has in store for you without you embracing the word. I commend you unto God and the word of his grace is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. Everything that God has spoken to you will be assessed by the word of God. Everything God has said to you will be assessed by the word of God. Joshua 1 says that this book of the Lord shall not, shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate day and night to observe to do according to what is written there. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So there is no way you can access all that God has said to you. Praise God. He has declared this is your year of the overflow. You cannot access it without the word. Then we say neighbor. Say neighbor. You cannot access the overflow without the word. Glory to God. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Please turn there. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Every word that God has said to you. You are the one that will appropriate that word into your life. He says, I give you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you. So that by following them, you may fight the good fight. KJV says that by those prophecies, you war a good warfare. So every word that God has said to you will not just come to pass automatically. You have to war a good warfare. And how do you war a good warfare? You war a good warfare in the place of prayer and the word. You cannot access the... Hear me well. You cannot access the overflow without prayer and the word. You cannot come to the fullness of what God has in store for you this year without being devoted to the ministry of the prayer and the word. It's impossible. It's, gonna, it's not going to happen. Glory to God. 
You want a good warfare with the prophecies. Yes, God has said it. Glory to God. But you have to want a good warfare with the words that God has said. God has said to you, it's your year of the overflow. But you have to press into it in the place of prayer. And put that prophecies in the place of prayer on your knees by the word. You lay on on it by the word. You catalabano it in the place of the word and the place of prayer. Glory to God. God told the Israelites, he said, I've given you the promised land. The land flowing with milk and honey. But it didn't stop there. They still had to drive out the Canaanites. There is no vacant land. There's no promised land that is ever vacant. A lot of times when God's word comes like this, people just go to bed. I say, God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Glory to God. It's my year of the overflow. It's a year to do ten times better than you did last year. <laughs> Glory to God. So even though God had promised them the land, they still had to fight. Glory to God. They still had to do something. There is something you still need to do to bring about the overflow into your life. There is something you need to do. Tell about neighbor. Say neighbor. There is something you have to do. Glory to God. There is something you have to do. Number two, how to unlock the overflow. Take corresponding action. You must take a step in the direction of what represents overflow to you. The Bible says faith without works, faith without corresponding action is dead. So the question is, what does overflow represent to you? You must take action in that direction. Until the four lepers made a move, their life was going to remain on a state of rest. There has to be a movement. It's a year of making moves. Praise God. I said, praise God. Go and price a house. Amen. You have to move by faith. Glory to God. They will not beat you for pricing a house. Dress up and go and price a car. In fact, go and buy a car key order in anticipation of what you are trusting. Can I get an amen there? I'm telling you the honest truth. You buy that key order. The Bible says faith is a substance. That's a substance. Faith is a substance of things of for the evidence of things not seen. By faith, we understand that the eons, the world, were made from the word of God, so that things which were seen were not made out of things which do appear. You have to understand that it's by faith. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sensory perception. We are not moved by what we hear, by what we see. We are moved by faith. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that must come to God must know that he is. He must first of all know that he is. And he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. By faith, they subdued nation. By faith, they stopped the mouth of lions. By faith, dead women received their children. 
to life by faith we are taking nations by faith you will build your house by faith you will drive your car by faith you will move to that new house by faith you will get married by faith you will be healed with faith there is no stopping you the bible says whatsoever you will say to this mountain i shall not doubt in your heart but shall believe that those things which you say shall come to pass you will have whatever you say it's not a time to sit down and fold your house go and price a house go and price a house go to the embassy I say I'm relocating next year go and find out the cause of that thing there's nothing stopping you glory to God say glory to God start buying your baby things start buying your baby things glory to God we walk by faith and not by sensory perception we walk by faith and not by sight we are not moved by what we see we are moved by the word of God can I get an amen to that please sit down praise God glory to God So you take corresponding action. This is the year to develop a bold and audacious spirit. A spirit that dares things. Say, blessed is she that believes. For she will have a performance of... You have to believe it. You have to believe it. You come to me with how... But I come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel whom you defied. I'm not going in my strength. When I go to price that car, I'm not trying aspire to perspire. I'm going in the name of the Lord God of Israel. It's a year to leave your comfort zone and dear big things and dear great things. I say, Lord, my life will not stop here. I'm advancing the course of my life from this point. I'm changing by my faith the trajectory of my life. Glory to God. So you take corresponding action. Glory be to God. The glory be to God. Use your faith to dare big things. If I stand to your feet, go to five people and tell them it's time to start daring big things. Leave your seats. Go to five people and tell them, neighbor, it's time to start daring big things. Yes, yes, yes. Go and price that car. Yes, yes. Go and find out how much it costs. Go ahead and just go for it with God on your side. You can do it. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The Bible says, Mark the whole price, observe the blameless, the end of that man is peace. Except God builds the house, the labor even that builds it. Except God watch what is in the watchman, what was in vain with God on my side. The Bible says, Let him that is the living say, There is hope. I know that God has something he wants to bring out out of my life. I know that I'm not stopping here. The Bible says uh, the path of the just uh, is like the shining sun that shines more and more until the perfect day. The Bible says and we know uh, that all things work together for good. 
to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I know that God on my side, I can do great things. If God be for me, who can be against me? With God on my side, I can build that house. With God on my side, I can buy that car. With God on my side, I can get that promotion. With God on my side, I can get that lifting. With God on my side, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Let God be true and all men liar. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please take your seat. Glory to God. You understand? Unlocking the overflow. Allow the influence of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 32 15 says, Until the Spirit is poured on us from on high. Isaiah 32 15, let's see it. Isaiah 32 15. 32 15. 32 15. Glory to God. Until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Until the Holy Spirit rests upon you, there will be no overflow. You will just be trying. This year, may you not try. May you see results in your life. In the name of Jesus. This is not that year you will run everywhere. You will run to the right place for help in the name of Jesus. Because God will lead you. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I pray the Lord will lead you to the right place in the name of Jesus. You will, run, you will not run elter-skelter. You will run to the place where your help will come in the name of Jesus. I will lift up mine eyes onto the hills from waste comes my help. My help comes from the Lord. The maker of the heavens and the earth. Glory be to God. Enlarge your capacity. That's number four, right? Am I correct? Number four, number five? Number four. Enlarge your capacity. In the place that we read, 2 Kings chapter 4, the moment there was no more vessel, they all ceased. Everything, the overflow, is a function of your capacity. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 2. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 2. They sing, O barren, thou that does not have children, break forth in the, into singing and cry aloud. Can I, can I have the NIV? The NIV. This one can confuse people. They sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy, you who were never in labor, because because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Verse 2 is my emphasis. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not, I can't say, do not, do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stay. Say, do not hold back. Don't hold back. 
Don't hold back. Don't manage for God this year. Don't hold back. Don't say, oh, that's, that's too much. Oh, you start from here and you go. Don't hold back. Oh, this year, I just, I just want, to, I want to balance. I want to balance. The next year, the real deal. I balance this year. That's, that's, that's your strategy. You balance. I want to use this to balance. God can, he said he will establish and set to you in, in the same year. He can do it in the same year. The, your five-year goals can be collapsed into one goal, into one this year. Can I get an amen there? So this is not the year to limit God and say, oh, I just, first of all, let me just, you know, there's a, there's a progression of how we think things must, must be. Analysis paralysis. No strategy. I said it this year. We are no strategy. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is our strategy. Amen. And we will see amazing, mind blowing results in our lives. Can I get an amen there? You release your faith, enlarge your capacity. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Glory to God. The next verse. Also powerful. Glory to God. Verse 3. Verse 3. Why is he asking you to do all of this? He says, For you will spread to the right and to the left. So the reason he's asking you to stretch is not for nothing. He says, You are about to spread. You are about to break out. Are you hear what I'm saying? Some of you, by the end of this year, you are going to have branch in UK. Where you think you want to relocate to, you are going to have branches of your businesses there. Oh, I thought you would say, believe in amen to that. Say, so you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. So, it's a, it's a year that you are going to spread and do great things and do big things because you are, be, you are going to be powered by the Holy Ghost glory be to God enlarge enlarge everybody say enlarge 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 glory to God enlarge my last point, I'm going to continue this teaching next time, but let me just give a last point. That will be number five, right? Focus and mind your own business. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 10 to 12. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 10 to 12. It says, and in fact... you love all the brothers true must yet we hold you brothers to do so more and more the next verse make it your ambition to lead a quiet life mind your own business scripture mind say neighbor this year I want to advise you Please 
Mind your own business. This is God's word to you this year. Mind your some things are not your business. Mind your own business and to walk with your hands just as we told you. Next verse. Next verse. So that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. And so that you will not be dependent on anybody. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So that, see, one of the best gifts you can give yourself this day is the gift of focus. Mind your own business. Identify the things that are critical to your life and go after it. Oh, somebody insulted you. Mind your business. They didn't call you brother. Mind your business. You know, it's interesting what gets people upset and then what consumes the thoughts of people. Do you understand what I'm saying? They called you by your, by your first name. I'm brother this. You called me. And then you are thinking about that. Someone did not greet you in church. And then you have you made that your meditation all week. Is that your business? Does that take from you? Are you talk to me? Does that take from you? Okay, I, I think it takes from you. I said, do, does that take anything from you? It doesn't. It doesn't. Mind your business. You can see the results so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. And so that you will not be dependent on anybody. If you don't mind your business, your life will be lived depending on other people. What is said about you? Is that important? Is that important? Talk to me, is that important? It makes no difference. This is that year to mind your business. And focus on your business. And as you do that, you're going to see God at work and your business will prosper. And I get an amen. Now the word business there is not buy and sell. The business there speaks about everything that your life revolves around. Everything that you do. The activity or the affairs of your life. So you have to mind your own business in this year. And say, what is truly important to me this year? And say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to depend on you. I'm going to be focused. Praise God. I say, praise God. Trust me. Whatever your colleague feels about you is not important. In fact, whatever your pastor feels about you is not important. Are you with me this morning? Please empty your neighbor. Neighbor, I beseech you by the mercies of God. In this year, mind your business. Care less about other people or what they think about you. Care less. Oh, he's been staying at home for three years, but you know that you are working from home. 
Do you understand how people can be? Say, I don't want people to have a feeling that I don't have a job. Meanwhile, you're actually working from home. Should we, should you, should, should, I mean, should that mean anything to you? Are you with me? Oh, they, they would, I'm not married. And so, someday, won't you be married? And then they would come for the wedding if you invite them. Amen. I said, Amen. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Whatever you focus on enlarges. Whatever you focus on enlarges. In fact, if you focus on something, you begin to get different, different things, different revelation. How many of you here, you focused on a child? And you're like, this child actually looks like his dad, not his mom. Talk to me. Talk to me, guys. Talk to me. Because it's, it's focus. Glory to God. This year, don't just dance focus. Be truly focused. It's the year of your overflow. Go to 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm going to wrap up here. 2 Kings chapter 4. The prophet said to the woman, The word has come, says, can I help you? Tell me, Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Go on. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. There are some dimensions of overflow you will not enjoy if you leave the door opened. So he said to her, shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour out into all the jars. Imagine if they didn't shut the door. They'll be distracted by the people going back and forth and all that. And that's the mistake some people make with their lives, with their business, with their career. They are just too focused on what people are doing. You are focused on what everyone is doing to the neglect of what you are doing. Are you with me this morning? Say to your neighbor, say, neighbor, I say to you again, this year, mind your own business. If I say, you say, Heavenly Father, I receive the grace to mind my own business. Don't need to prayer right now. In the name of Jesus, I will not be distracted. In the name of Jesus, if you're watching online, Make sure you're praying a prayer. Lord, I receive the grace in the name of Jesus to mind my own business, to be focused on that thing you've committed into my hands in the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive your grace. Lord, I receive your grace in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, please stand to your feet. Begin to pray and talk to God right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I receive the grace. I receive the grace in the name of Jesus. If you're watching online, go ahead and pray that prayer and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the grace in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My gates are opened in the name of Jesus. 
I receive the grace. I receive the grace in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let's get the oil ready. In the name of Jesus, I receive the grace. I receive the grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. We give you all the praise, oh God. Yes, Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Let me show you what the Lord showed me. First Samuel chapter 10. When oil is poured on you this morning, Levrondo Lobo Shigalaba de Bosida. Irababa de Balabasum, Prediara de Bosida Larabos. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. Lebababa de Ganabasukalabahai. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Kelevrondo Suprelegedic. Ilando Loco Suprelegedic. We hail you, we worship you, we hail you, First Samuel chapter 10, verse 6 says, The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be changed into a different person. Says you will be turned into another man. As all comes on you this morning, this is what's going to happen to you. You will be turned into another man. You will prophesy with them. In other words, what you could not do before, you will receive strength to be able to do them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshibesa podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshibesa or at Grace Made NG.